Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, my baby boomer buddies, and welcome to the best darn podcast that you can, you know kind of relate to. Anyhow, this is the podcast for baby boomers. We talk extra loud. We talk in simple words so we can all understand it. And we're having a great time talking about all things relevant to baby boomers. And of course, once and then, if you listen to this entire podcast all the way to the end, we're going to tell you how you can win a beautiful prize, a a copy of the game Boom Again, one of the best games for baby boomers will ever see and so listen to us throughout the whole show we're here on another day above ground ready to bring you some information and a lot of fun that uh, can uh, that prefers not contains that refers i think is the word i'm looking for to baby boomers refers always the word you're looking for yes And of course, I have two wise-ass partners on this show who will help help us get through. First of all, from the mile-high city of Denver, welcome Carolyn Strauss. I love that it's April and March Madness is over. There's no more basketball, and that makes me happy. And baseball is now, you know, in season, so it's it's time for a whole different kind of disappointment here in yes. Chicago. <laughs> here too. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, joining us today from the Great Pyramids of Egypt, which are located in Indiana, it looks like. Please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. And speaking of disappointment, those who want to see Donald Trump locked in an orange jumpsuit are more disappointed looking for the orange than Linus in the pumpkin patch. <laughs> yeah, and could, would, his, would his hair blend in with the jumpsuit then? That would be kind of neat to see that. It's, uh, it's a clashing thing. It the, would just clash. He the, clashes with everything and everyone. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know yet, if you. I don't know if our listeners can see the great pyramids of Giza behind me, but uh, I. Thought well, if was... they're watching us on on uh, on YouTube, they can. Otherwise, sure. just imagine. Sure, uh, it's it's my Passover picture. Oh, is that coming up, Carolyn? Is that coming up? It's coming up. Yeah, or well. Depends when this is running. It's either coming up or up. It's it. It's, or, it or might pa- be up. Or passed, passed over at the rate I've been editing lately. That's right. It might be passed over already. Either way, go get some matzah and you know, some butter and you'll be happy. And, and, and let me just say happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, the biggest disturbing story that I saw in the news once again comes from Florida where, where the, uh, they want the uh, history teacher fired I think he has been fired because he showed a picture of Michelangelo's David and the parents said oh no that's pornography now I I was fortunate enough to be in Florence and saw the actual statue of David and and it's 17 feet tall the man has enormous hands he has very large feet he's got a dingus on him that looks like this thing was carved in a cold room i mean this is not pornography it's it's it looks like maybe maybe michelangelo ran out of marble when he got to that part no i think i think michelangelo just didn't want to spend a lot of time 
chiseling around a man's groin. That's <laughs> I think it's a self-portrait. It's why he did so much art. <laughs> What's funny to me, though, is all the news stations. Can you believe a teacher thinks this is pornographic? And all the pictures that the news is showing above it is like Elvis on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> it's from the waist up. <laughs> That's right. That's, it's uh, not pornographic, but we're not going to show the whole thing. <laughs> no naughty bits for you. Um, the we world truly lost our minds. We have. We, we, We've we lost have. our minds. We're, you can't you know... talk about stuff anymore. You can't. You can't see stuff anymore. I mean, it's it's crazy. Between political correctness and wokeness, we're just uh, we're going to hell in a handbasket. And you probably can't even say that anymore because the handbasket industry will rise up with protests. You know, one of the main things that we like to uh, do with this show is to make it funny. Because, you know, after all, we're pretty much funny people. And, uh, you know, at our age, we tend to laugh more than anything else. Because uh, we realize realize that it's all, uh, it's all BS out there. But A lot never... of days I feel funny. <laughs> and a lot of days I look funny. So, you know, we are funny, funny people. <laughs> and the thing about funny is that you really never know where you're going to find it. I mean, especially as you get older, you just never really know where you're going to find funny because a lot of stuff is happening to you and, uh, and it can pop up anywhere. There's other so stuff that I can't find anymore, too. Exactly, exactly. And all the stuff that used to, you know, be moist is dry and the stuff that used to be dry is leaking and, you know, it's not good anywhere. And doesn't but... pop up anymore either. <laughs> But what we wanted to do, once again, as, as we try to do as often as at great personal expense, we wanted to get an expert on the topic of, of, of humor when you least expect it. Now, our guest today, his name is Michael Aronin. He's a good friend of mine. I think we've known each other about 10 years or so. Michael is a very, very funny comedian. But what sets him aside from every other comedian is Michael also has cerebral palsy which makes him a little unique in his delivery and style, but that disease has not harmed his sense of humor whatsoever. Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, Michael Aronin. Thank you, and uh, my true disability is I'm friends with Dale. <laughs> <laughs> We're all afflicted with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Now you found out it'll get you nowhere. <laughs> I was gonna, I've been trying to collect on that one for years. I can't collect on it either, darling. Now, Michael, you, uh, you're a comedian. You also work for the government, I believe, don't you? Uh, yes, I've uh, been with the government 15 years. And... Um, you know, being Jewish and handicapped, I'm never going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> so are you the true undercover comic? <laughs> yes. Um, but I did get fired my first time in government. I uh, used to defuse bombs and... Uh, <laughs> That did not go well. <laughs> you know, you screw up one time and they they fire you. <laughs> Michael you, was in a You very, fire yourself. Very, <laughs> he was in a very, very funny movie. What was the name of that movie, Michael? Um 
good fellows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the other one. <laughs> Wait, are you talking to me? <laughs> no. Um, special unit. With special unit. Written and, and... by Christopher Titus and. We did it first in 06 as a TV pilot for Comedy Central. Basically, Chris Titus plays a bad L.A. cop like a Nick Nolte from from 48 Hours. And he's about to get fired unless he takes this assignment to train for... Um, detectives with disabilities and at first he's blowing us off and then we turn out to be better cops than he is <laughs> and I and I, I recall that because when you said about being a doing uh, defusing bombs is <laughs> I think I remember one line there where the uh, you either you asked for a gun or somebody said give that guy a gun he says give a gun to the shaky guy <laughs> yeah and they gave me a knife instead yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. um but cool thing uh, in 2006 The guy who directed our pilot was Brian Cranston. So I had two weeks with him. We had one week with just the five of us, like Chris Titus and the four main characters. And then we had the second week when we shot the pilot. This was about two years before Breaking Bad. What happened was when Titus had his sitcom on Fox called Titus, he shared a soundstage with Malcolm in the middle. And then Titus and Brian just got to know each other from passing and when Comedy Central greenlit the pilot, Titus reached out to Brian to come direct it. And Brian was, not only is he a phenomenal actor, he's just a great guy, so down to earth. And we all learned a lot from his, his directing ability. Hmm. Well, that's fantastic. And special unit is that what it's called? Special unit. Yes. It, and if you can find, can you find that on online or on uh, you know anywhere? Um, right now it's on Amazon Prime, and I guarantee you, more people have heard your podcast. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be close. I was at a special screening of it, and I found it to be very, very funny. So, anyhow, it will actually, actually, today, I got a question, uh, Michael. Is it is it included with Prime, or is it you can just yes. uh, rent it from there? So, if you have Prime, you have it. You can watch it for free. 
right? Like, I don't even get a half a cent when people watch it, so knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But if no, you want to send money to Michael, you can. We're totally good with that. Right. No, that's Jerry's kids. That's the old <laughs> telethon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bad joke. No, they're all good jokes. That's all we do here is good jokes about bad things, which is what the topic is. Now, you, we were talking the other day, and you related a story to me uh, that just, you know, it's it's one of those stories that tends to make you cringe, and then the ending is just a delightful way of how you can find humor when you least expect it. So, if you if you wouldn't mind sharing that, I think uh, I think Thank our listener would enjoy it. And. Uh... To Carolyn and Tim and Dale, you know, the funniest things in life as a comic, if I sat down for 10 years, I could never write this. It just happened. So my wife and I and stepson were eating at an Italian restaurant and two tables diagonal is this guy around my our age eating with his parents and his parents were in their 80s and he talked louder to them and he said you know and work today was weird because we had this one woman who god bless her she's mentally slow and but she's really annoying and he said i'm gonna go to hell for this and then he mimicked her voice now he had no idea i was two boots away so i we paid our check and i said honey take jared and go to the car she said, what are you going to do? <laughs> I said, just trust me. They leave. I walk up to his table, and you could see his face just, the blood just drained right now. <laughs> and I said, sir, I overheard what you said, and I just want to let you know, when we are together and alone, we imitate you guys. <laughs> and you know what? It was the most funnest way to get him without getting angry. He got it. We both laughed. I, I'm sure he felt like a jerk. But instead of getting angry, I just, I handled it with humor. I made my point. And, you know, no one left angry. And that's that's a beautiful, that's one of the nice things about humor is it's hard to hate somebody who's making you laugh. You know, we all seem to be more uh, more friendly if uh, if we're. Uh, I, if we're... I, I disagree, Dale. My dad hates me. <laughs> 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 no. um, 
May, may I just interject something and Dale, I won't go back to what you said. I've known you about 20 years and um, one thing I really want to compliment you on is and why I, I'm friends with Dale is he loves to laugh. And I've been doing stand-up 30 years, and I love that. I can't tell you how many comics I've worked with who off stage are the most miserable people you will ever meet. <laughs> so when I meet a fellow comic who not only likes to make me laugh, but enjoys laughter in general, it's a true gift. Well, thank you very much. It's it's what I like to do. So that's how how I spend my days, either uh, either laughing or, or trying to make right. people laugh. So you know. Yeah. So, Michael, what's the uh, what's the biggest thing you've had to overcome as a comic aside from the CP? What's the what you know? What did you, I'm trying to figure think, out how to how to best say this. I think but... calling it stand up first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Carolyn? When you're not here, we make fun of you. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I wish you'd record that and send it to me. I could use a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he and I worked together one time, and uh, I was the MC of the event. And after he was finished, he started going off stage. And obviously, it takes a while to walk off there. And I came out there, and the audience is still clapping. I said, "Folks, this is how you milk an exit." <laughs> <laughs> I I was working in at the DC Improv in the '90s with Gary Valentine. And Gary Valentine is Kevin James's brother. Um, you've seen him in all his shows and movies. Gary, I love Gary. I did not expect this. The first night I get off, I'm in the middle, and Gary gets on and says, how about another hand for Michael? He just has a pebble in his shoe. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, where else? What do you think uh, about my, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I just want to go back to your question. The biggest challenge, yes, is not so much in comedy, but in the speaking business, it's very ironic because I speak on humor and acceptance, and a lot of meeting planners would tell me, look, I like you, I like what you do, but I can't take a chance to offend the audience. And they're the ones who are, you know, who are paying me. So it's very ironic that I speak on humor and acceptance, but yet that is what holds me back. 
I think, from getting a lot of, of jobs because people are still scared and they have to be politically correct and they're scared to offend their audience. So that's been a big challenge. Well, I, you know, I told you from the beginning that you really shouldn't do the show in blackface. And yes. um, you know, that, that could be part of the problem. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm taking a note. Hold on. She wants to check all the diversity boxes, Dale. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I can't believe that, that they didn't want to offend the audience because the audience would be offended by looking at someone who was different than them. Right. Amazing. Yeah. So what is, uh, what, what, I know that you, you can't really talk about the future plans right now because they are quite exciting, but, uh, you know, pretty soon I think the, uh, everybody is going to know your name and not, you know, just because you were on America's Most Wanted that time, but, um, you've got a, you've got a, 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 a big deal coming up. Is there anything you can tell us about it or feel comfortable? I guess. Thank you, Dale. Um, my friend and my production partner and I are working on a TV unscripted reality show now for three years. Um, a lot of persistence, a lot of hard work. Um, Dale, you're a close friend. You know about the project. Um, I can't say much, but what I can say is nothing like this is on TV. It's groundbreaking, and we're really excited about it. It's like um, it's like Survivor, except for you know people with disabilities. You know, like yes. the, 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 the the big race yeah. at the end is only like ten yeah. feet long, and well, uh, but you know, yeah, it takes twenty minutes exactly. <laughs> So no, it's not we, naked and afraid. No, no. It's naked oh. and afraid for the audience. <laughs> They're naked and afraid. I, I could tell you, we take 20 people in wheelchairs and we take away the wheelchair. And, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like musical no. chairs, but they yeah. take the chair away and you're just flopping on the ground here. <laughs> wow, Duck Duck Goose takes on a whole new meaning, doesn't it? But you know what? After 30 years at this business, I finally, not finally, but I realized you just got to create your own thing and, and make your own path. Exactly. You, you you make your own luck. If you want good luck, you got to make it because uh, it's not going to just be uh, bestowed upon you. So I, I I salute you for taking uh, taking that step, and I hope this thing is a is a huge hit. Now, I, I one thing there. I just sorry. Gotta tell you a quick Hollywood story. Absolutely, so, I love Hollywood stories. I'm like five years into comedy and Hollywood Squares was still on and I sent them my my video 
and I wanted to be a square. And I got the head of casting on the phone and she said, you know, right now we're just using bigger names. And I said, well, what if I add a lot of letters onto my last name? <laughs> and this was so Hollywood. She said, that's funny and hung up. <laughs> and instead of you, they got Paul Lind. So, you know. <laughs> Michael, if people would like to contact you for a speech or or for some uh, comedy or something, how would they uh, how would they go about doing that? Um, I have a MySpace page. <laughs> you guys have that? No, um, I think Dale does. <laughs> Cpcomic at gmail dot com. I also have a website, michaelerodin.com. And okay. um, cpcomic is what it spells out. cpcomic at gmail, was that? Yes. At gmail.com, and that's how yes. they could write. Fantastic. And, um, I, I just thank you for having me on, and you guys make me laugh. I love the chemistry between the three of you. Thank you. Well, God bless you. Thank you very much for uh, for sharing that. Tell all your uh, your friends about our show and uh, put this. I uh, actually, when this comes out, if you could put it like on the government radio band that goes into all those offices, that would be fantastic. <laughs> it, you'd have to explain a lot of it to Joe Biden, but other than that, you know, it'd be very, very funny. I was saying you could put it on the 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 radio into the Senate, but they're all too old to listen to us. So, yes. well, that's true. They're beyond baby. <laughs> boomers yeah that's right michael aronin can't thank you enough thank you for being uh being our guest today on another thank day you. above ground you're welcome Thanks. well we'd like to once again thank michael aronin for joining us and uh and enlivening everybody's day and making us laugh but right now my friends right now it's game time. That's right. This is where you, the lucky listener, can win a beautiful copy of Boom Again, the game that's made just for baby boomers. We've been talking about it on this show for several weeks now. And what we do is at the end of each show, we give you three questions from the game. If you can answer them, you send your answers to Carolyn. Where do they send their answers to? Another day above ground show at gmail.com. Another day above ground show at gmail.com. We give you a week to answer them and then uh, we will pick a winner from all of the correct answers. Last week, let me give you the answers to last week's uh, three questions and uh, see if you would have gotten these because they're that easy. Everybody should be playing. We asked you in the 1973 song, The Joker, why did Steve Miller want to shake your tree? Love them peaches. Really love your peaches. Let me shake your tree. All right. The youngest uh, Boy Scouts were called Cub Scouts. They were split into two groups. What were the two groups of Boy Scouts? Cub Scouts. Of Cub Scouts, rather. I'm sorry, of Cub Scouts. You had the smaller group being the Den, which was run by the Den mother, one of the kids' mothers. And then you had the larger group of the pack made up of a lot of different Dens led by the pack leader. 
And finally, the third question from last week, what McDonald's character was basically two all-beef patties with a top hat and a diplomat sash? That would be Mayor Mayor McCheese. You betcha. So if you had those three answers and you sent them in to us, we're going to be going through those and coming up with a winner this week. But now. Do they still have a McCheese at McDonald's? Uh, Mayor McCheese, I don't know if the character is still around. I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe he uh, quit over, you know. Well, I think think the character, they get rid of the characters when they get rid of the sandwiches. No, there's still a cheeseburger at McDonald's. But not Mayor McCheese. Yeah, not a double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger. That's what he was, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I, I don't know. I, it's, you know what they don't have? You know what they don't have? They don't have a they don't have a McRib character. I wonder who that I wonder I wonder who that would be in McDonald's Playland. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that's true cuz wow. there's, there's, there's 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 no there's no bones in it. So they <laughs> It's Bible McDonald's. There's a whole new thing. <laughs> No, Bible McDonald's is Chick-fil-A, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true, too. Anyhow, kids, get your pencils out, your pens, any writing implements. Here we go. These are the three questions that you want to answer this week. And if you're correct and you send them in, you could win a copy of Boom Again. Our first question, what household item was an acceptable replacement if you didn't have big enough hair rollers? What household item did you use if you didn't have big enough hair rollers? Our second question. We grew up hearing the old expression, phony as a $2 bill. Whose picture is on a $2 bill? I know know who's on the $3 bill. (laughs) Richard Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, some people thought Jimmy Durante's. We are. Do you remember Jimmy Durante, Carolyn? Big schnozzola and yeah. sung in a comic. Always, uh, people thought Jimmy Durante's signature sign-off was a nod, nod to his missing cat. Others said it was a message to his wife. What was the seven-word closing that he ended oh. every show with? Those are our three questions, my friends. Send in your answers to another day above ground show at gmail.com, and you could be receiving a beautiful copy of Boom Again. Carolyn? And if you want your copy now, if you want your own game now, you can go to boomagain.com and um, buy the game. And when you get to check out, you go to add the promo code. 10 ADAG, that's 10 ADAG, another day above ground, and you will get 10% off your very own game. So enter to play with us, buy a game anyway, and then when you win one, you can give it to your best friend. There you go. Because if you're a boomer, you're going to want to play this game with other boomers and give it as, as boomer gifts. So that being said, thank you, Carolyn. Uh, do you have any last words for our friends today? Just go. Go play some games, whether it's Boom Again or something else. Go have some fun because it's spring and it's time to go out and have some fun. There you go. Tim, how about you? Last words? Uh, go visit timslegel.com. That's S-L-A-G-L-E. I might be adding extra letters because I want a bigger name, though. 
<laughs> and I want you to go take a real good look at the David statue and tell Florida they're completely wrong. And you can <laughs> and also visit DaleIrvin.com, I-R-V-I-N. Sign up for the Friday Funny so I can make you laugh in your email every single Friday. That being said, thank you once again for joining us. Tell your friends about our show. Join us every week. And right now, go and have a wonderful time because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.